Wake up, Lincoln. Come on, it's 6 o'clock. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's time for Early Break with Sip and Jake. Brought to you by Gaina Trucking. Live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Here's 93.7 at tickets, Jake Sorensen. Did seem kind of meh. And Steve Sipple. Surprisingly good. This is Early Break with Sip and Jake. Sponsored by Gaina Trucking. Morning, happy Monday to you, Steve Sipple, Jake Sorensen, early break, full show ahead, lots to get to. The football season is officially over, but Damn. it ends on a win in Iowa City against the Hawkeyes. Don't forget, that did happen. I know. <laughs> that did happen on Friday, although all this news is followed, and we'll get to that as the majority of the show, but Nebraska did beat Iowa 24-17 in Iowa City on Friday to end their season at 4-8 and eight and end a seven-game losing skid to the Hawkeyes, but... Quickly after that, sip on Saturday morning. Nebraska officially names Matt Rule as their next head coach. Press conference today at 1.30. We will both be there. I'm gonna oh, be going to be there. Yeah, going? I'm going today. You going? I will be there today. Look at, I'm going to clean up a little I'm re- bit? I'm representing. Yeah, I'll you clean a little up? shave. Put a little gel in the hair. <laughs> what that? What That's still up there, gel, you know? You do. A little gel? No, a little paste. It's paste. I'll paste. I'll paste the hair. Man, I should get some. What paste. little hair that I have, I will paste it. Yeah, we're in the same ballpark. Are we in the same ballpark? Well, it's more understandable for you in your upper fifties. I'm thirty one. Upper fifties is that what I am? I'm, it's a compliment. Fifty six. Like we have is the same upper? amount of hair. And I'm thirty one, and you're you know fifty six. So, Mark is here. Yeah, we. Can, I we. I, I told Mark to come in today because I knew, and he. We both knew we'd have a lot of phone calls, today, and I need some help when we uh, have a lot of phone calls because today. People have thoughts on their mind, probably about the game some, but mostly about the next generation of Nebraska football, which will be led by Matt Rule, the former Panthers head coach, former Baylor head coach, former Temple head coach. It was a rumor for several weeks. We thought it was shot down about a week and a half ago. It comes back to life about Tuesday, Wednesday last week, and lo and behold, Nebraska names their head coach about 9.30 a.m. on, or no, at 9 a.m., Saturday morning officially will be announced today at a press conference. Where do we start? Where do you start? Well, I would start here. Nebraska, you would say, is not good at hiring coaches, right? They've had some problems. Yeah, they're, they they're, they're they're not. They have not been good. Now, this hire <clears throat> has been met with a lot of mixed reaction, right? Yes, I. I think that it this hire makes sense in a lot of ways. I'm not I am not going to just merrily sign off on it. Okay. Like Fair. I like I've tended to do. Good. Like you too you kind of tend to do cuz you get you get swept up. And if you're a Nebraska fan and you don't like the hire, what do you do? Not going to are you not going to support the program? You're going to support the program. You can, you can complain about it and moan, but you will support the program. You did get a big-time coach, what I would call a big-time coach, a guy that has guided, I like to say, big ships, big ships through rocky waters. Um, Temple's a pretty big ship. It's big enough. It'd be too big for a lot of people to to guide, right? Look mm-hmm. at the phone line. It'd be too big for a lot of people. To guide. Baylor's a legit big ship, and the Carolina Panthers are a legit big ship. 
So he's done that. And, and I don't know, we can get into this. I want to hear what you have to say about it. I, I do. I'm really interested. We haven't really talked about what you we think about this. We have not talked about this much. Yeah. Uh-uh. Sure. Um, I like that element of it. And we'll get to this. He does. If you go back, which I did yesterday to September 11th, when, when Trev Alberts had his press conference to fire frost, he he talked about a lot of the things he would be looking for in a head coach. And if you go back and listen to it, Rule checks those boxes. I mean, Trev is, was very transparent in what he wanted. And if you look at it, if you go back, and, I, and we'll talk mm-hmm. about it as we go. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about it as we go. Rule, 47-year-old Matt Rule checks a lot of those boxes. He does. I mean uh, – Trev wanted a guy with, with experience as a head coach, right? He wanted a head coach with experience. Now, people would say, well, if you were in the Mickey Joseph camp, you'd say, well, he had he had eight games. I would say, was that, is that enough games for Mickey Joseph? Yeah. Or nine games for Mickey Joseph, excuse me. The Mickey Joseph camp, yes. Yes. But, we'll talk about that. But Matt Rule, okay, we'll get to more, more of Mickey Joseph as the show goes on, but Matt Rule checks the boxes that Trev Alberts wanted. He's, got, he's a guy that he went on college game day on Saturday morning and said, I, we're going to fortify the trenches. We want to have the trenches be a big part of Nebraska football. And that, to many people, as it should, brought a big smile to their face, perked them up a little bit about Matt Rule. Yeah. Now, the problem, as we have laid, I laid out regarding Matt Rule what in the weeks. the problem? I, I don't know if it's that big of a problem anymore. <laughs> but the, we, we discussed on these airwaves several times. I asked the question, how motivated is Matt Rule yeah, to coach? I'm not worried about that. At this point, yeah, the buyout's going to be mostly covered by Nebraska from Carolina, right? Yeah, I'm not. I've, I've never been too worried about the that. numbers. Nine, you know, eight years, nine million per year is what is what's being told about Matt Rule. Yeah. Seventy-two million total. Ian Rappaport. <clears throat> yes, Ian Rappaport. You probably have more background. He's on He's an Ian. NFL reporter. Yeah, because he. Yeah, I don't for I'm, NFL Network. So Ian Rappaport mm-hmm. reported yesterday morning the figure. Uh, eight years, nine million per year. Eight million, nine million per year. It's a big number. It is. It's huge. It's it's uh, it's in the upper tier of of all of college coaches. That's what I guess. That's the the going rate. Mark Stoops, nine mil, nine million. Um, and, and you know, I think we were right last year. When was it last year when Tucker got his big raise at Michigan State over the summertime? Yeah, and. We said that's going to affect the market. It has. Yeah. It has. I mean, because if you're an agent now, you go, you, you, know, you go to ADs and university presidents and chancellors and say, now the, the, the guy, Mel Tucker, at Michigan State is making $9.5 million a year, and he hasn't done much. In fact, they're he not going to a bowl game this year. In fact, yeah, Michigan State not going to a bowl game. Yep. We said that would affect the market. There's no doubt it has. In fact, if I were, if I were, I don't know, if I were, rules agent or Stoops' agent, I say, hey, my guy's done more than that guy. My guy's done more now. I mean, just, I'm just going to I'm just going to say straight up our resume. We've done more. Why are we not making that? Well, now they are. Basically. Well, and I'm curious. We can do this more in the next segment, but I'm curious with Fickle. I mean, Luke Fickle was Fickle. coach of the year last year. Bargain. And did they get him at six mil? Well, was, I don't know. I mean, that's what they're Thompson talking about. said they what they they're, they're going for six mil. I said he was making five and a half at Cincinnati. Five oh five. Okay. 5.05. Do you think he would really leap for, for only $1 million more per year I don't, in this market? I, I, I'd be really surprised. Or we just said that you know, Mark Stoops set the market for this year. Tucker uh-huh. said it last year. 
rules at nine mil. I mean, if if Nebraska fans find out that Fickle is going to Wisconsin for six mil, yeah, they're going to freak out. No, they shouldn't though. They shouldn't, but they will. They shouldn't Can't freak out them from that. No, in some will. Yeah, Jake. Not all will. Because why? Why freak out? Well, I think some. Why? It's not of, your money. I, I mean, know, but here's the deal. It's it's comparison of coaches. So a lot of people would say that Fickle's a better coach. Now I don't. I I don't know if I'd say that off the bat. I don't. I don't. And f- f- now we don't need to get in a protracted <laughs> argument about what Fickle's going to make because we don't even know. We don't know the number. We know we, what Wisconsin would like to pay him from. Well, reports. we saw reports. Yeah, the Fickle thing, by the way, c- basically came out of left field. I didn't see that coming. No, nobody did. No, nobody in I mean the the Wisconsin media didn't see it coming. I'll tell you that. Jeff Patrikas, our friend from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, has been. Oh, it's just a matter of time. It's it's Jim Leonard's job. It's Jimmy Leonard's job. Jimmy Leonard, by the way. By the way. Okay, if you think your life is going poorly, and you're and you're having a bad, you're you're set for a bad Monday. Think about Jim Leonard right now. And I can tell you, because I talked to Patrikas, Okay, Jim Leonard is devastated. Jim Leonard got kicked in the balls. Okay? Yesterday. <laughs> sucks. He did. I'm sorry about the language. But he did. That He's beloved in Wisconsin. That's a beloved favorite son who had designs on a job he probably dreamed about. Or, or certainly a job that he wanted badly. And now... Not, now they just bypassed him. Well, I, I would have been like Osborne leaving and then Nebraska bypassing Frank Solich for someone outside. You're, you're seeing a lot of Wisconsin players and former players upset about them. Oh, I bet they are. Boy, As what? a guy from the Brotherhood, which Jim Leonard is, former Badger himself. Mr. He's, he's like a Mr. Badger. Right. Yeah. Now, Jim didn't help himself out with losses to Iowa, Minnesota, and nearly a loss to Nebraska. Three teams. They didn't look very good. They didn't. I mean, against Minnesota, they looked they looked terrible in that game. They looked bad this season in general. So then let's wind it back to Nebraska, Jake. Okay. How many people? How many are people doing the comparison thing right now? Other yes. than are, yes. Oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh yeah. God, yeah. I mean, this is all about keeping up with the Joneses. You you hired the coach first, and you said, okay, okay, Wisconsin, your move. Oh, they got Luke Fickle. That does, that's a hell of a move. Is that Nebraska fans? I I think. Nebraska fans assumed that Jim Leonard would get the job, and you thought this might be the cycle where Wisconsin goes down. Right. Like, we were hoping they'd make what right. we view as, hey, Mr. Badger, but yep. is we'd view it as the wrong hire, and this was the cycle the Badgers messed up. But I'm guessing that Chris McIntosh was saying, we are aware of that. Yeah. We, we're we not going to have that be the conversation here in Madison. Yep. So you you can... Lament all you want over here in Nebraska, Iowa, Minnesota. I think we're going to hire Jim Leonard, but we're not. We're going to get a guy that's a for sure good head coach, coach of the year last year in college football, a playoff coach last year. I think what you're saying is correct to a point. I don't think that Wisconsin fans thought that program was going to tail off under Jim Leonard. Jake, yeah, I, I, know, I know. I think I, people from the outside right. maybe did. Now, McIntosh... Chris McIntosh, the AD at Wisconsin, can't get caught up in, you know what? Now, I'm going to say it, and, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a little hypocritical because I get caught up in this with Nebraska. You can't get caught up in the emotions of, of, okay, Jimmy Leonard, 
he's going to be devastated, I know. And the fan base is going to be hurt because Jimmy's a Jimmy Leonard is a beloved figure in Wisconsin. A good AD will divorce himself from those emotions and say, yeah, that's all nice. That's, 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 that's beautiful. But who's going to give us the best chance to win games? Win, I mean, yep. and I don't mean win games. I mean, you got to chase down Michigan and Ohio State. All right, not win games, now, not go eight and four. Flex going eight and four—that looks good, but that's not ultimately what you want, right? No, you no, want—they want better than that. You want somebody. What do we always say here, Jake? You want somebody that can take down the monsters in the East. By the way, Franklin just won 10, 10 games at Penn State quietly for the fourth time. It lost lost to Penn State. Or sorry, lost to Ohio State, Michigan. Uh-huh. Games that were competitive for a while. Both those games. You you have to hire somebody that can take down those beasts. Yes, it can't just be a cute little story. Which I again, Nebraska fans, I th- and Minnesota and Iowa fans were viewing Jim Leonard as a cute little story. Cute, well, where the Badger fans maybe not were, maybe weren't. Excuse me, mm-hmm. and that's why I think. You were disappointed yesterday afternoon when you heard that Fickle was going to be the guy saying, man, they got it right. Well, they, I had, they had written, a chance to get it wrong, and they got it right. I can't I can't go back on what I've written. I wrote uh, for Sunday's editions of Husker Online that I said the closest thing to a home run hire for Nebraska would have been Luke Fickle. Right. That's right. That's, that's he, what we agreed did, on. Did he get a triple then or what? Yeah, I mean, I think rules are double or triple. Let's go with triple for the fans. Maybe, sake. yeah, triple, triple. Yeah, off the wall. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a I pretty mean, good. It's a pretty good hit. Yeah, I mean, Trev got into one. It just didn't clear the fence. Yeah, well, maybe he can score from third base though. Still home. So yeah. we've a stat. I mean, come on. I mean, if you're just objectively looking at it, Fickle's resume is better than it is well, he, he was the national coach of the year last season and was in the playoffs last season with nine draft picks including sauce gardner who's on you could be the the rookie of the year in the nfl is that right he's having could, that good could year be. yeah he's, he's either first or second in that conversation fickle here's some records for you fickle 57 and 18 at cincy 57 and 18 yeah really good the only coach to take a group of five teams to the college football playoff. Okay, and they hung around, and they weren't horrible against Alabama. Fifty-seven and eighteen is a seven-sixty winning percentage. I noticed, and I just thought about it yesterday. Solich Frank was fifty-eight and nineteen. Very similar. Very seven fifty-three got whacked. Um, that. But anyway, we're not going to do that now. Past is the past. I suppose the text line right now is saying, are, are, "Is this a Wisconsin radio yeah. show?" Uh, again, Nebraska hires Matt Rule. <laughs> that was that was the surprising news. We, we knew Matt Rule was hired Saturday. Yesterday was a surprise yeah. at Fickle. I mean, if we had heard that for a rumor for a while, I don't think we'd be talking about it as much in the show. But it's it was a big, big statement by Wisconsin for a guy that Nebraska fans would love to have here. Also, knowing that they like Matt Rule for the most part too. Uh, my phone started blowing up. I don't know. Was it late morning when it yeah, started? Yeah, it was like it was 11 a.m. Yeah, late morning, and I and my first reaction was that ain't happening. Give me <laughs> a break. It kept going, and it happened. <laughs> it happened. And then it so happened. now we're pitted Matt Rule versus Luke Fickle. <laughs> and then at night, then last night, fast forward to Sunday night, I'm watching video of Fickle getting off a plane in Madison <laughs> yeah, with yeah, his well. like with his 17 kids. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, I guess it's happening. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. You had to be confirmed until he's on the plane <laughs> on the video. Yeah, yeah. I'm this the whole time. Um, it was. Before we get to the calls, uh, we got several. Obviously, not surprised the phones are lined up. In terms of what is Matt Rule bringing with him? What What are the assistant oh, yeah, yeah. coaches? So 
here's uh, nothing's official yet so far. These, these are no. what we're hearing in terms of coaches that might be coming with yeah. Evan Evan Cooper. Yes, recruiting slash defensive backs coach with the was with the Panthers previously. Yeah, and he was with at Temple and Temple and Baylor. Okay, Terrence Knighton, also known as I think as Pot Rose in the NFL with the Broncos back in the day. He was the assistant defensive line coach with the Panthers this season. Corey Campbell, mm-hmm. assistant strength coach. I'm not sure if he'll be the regular strength coach at no, Nebraska. I, I don't know. I don't think so. And then uh, we saw last night Satter, Marcus Satterfield, the South Carolina offensive coordinator, could potentially be. Could potentially. Um, not, We've talked about that. Yeah, potential. Yeah, potential. Potential. I mean, Satterfield has been with has been with Rule at yes. other stops. And he was at South Carolina this year, So, and he just had two massive wins back-to-back. Right. Tennessee and Clemson. How about that? Tennessee and Clemson back-to-back weeks, South Carolina wins. Jeez. Unbelievable. And Jeez. the offense was great in those games. That's Shane Beamer getting it done. Shane Beamer had a hell of a finish to the season. So, yeah, that's, that's – now, now everybody's going to wonder, what about Mickey? What about yep. Mickey? Yep. What about Mickey? Mickey Joseph. Now, on Saturday – I mean, I can tell you Saturday, it didn't sound – Saturday early afternoon, it didn't sound like this was gonna, he was going to be part of it. Now, these things are fluid, and I, I don't know what's going to happen there. But, it, no, I, I thought after the game it didn't sound like it from, <clears throat> from Mickey's comments, if you listen to Mickey's comments. Um, now, Mickey will be fine. Yeah, he'll get a job. He's still, I still liked him. Like him here, I know. Well, yeah, we can talk about that. The, the it's a it's sort of a complex discussion. I would say this about Mickey Joseph: his if if I were Mickey Joseph, I would think of it like this. This is where I'm most valuable at Nebraska. There's no other school in America that where I where I'd be this value monet this valuable monetarily. I mean, I can command unless he's. I don't think he's going to get a power five head coach. I don't job. think so. I mean, he, he could he could be a very very top, you know, well paid top assistant though somewhere. I think it's legitimate for Mickey Joseph certainly to ask for more than a million. Now, where does it go from there? He's his value is that. I mean his his value to the program is such that he can ask for a big number. Um, he's he can help he can help keep that roster together. He knows he knows what this place needs, right? Yes. He knows oh, what yeah. it and and just it's maybe importantly and more maybe just as importantly doesn't he knows what it doesn't need. I mean, he he understands a lot about this place now that Matt Rule frankly doesn't doesn't know. Right. That's why that's why Mickey's important people to people. He's established a lot of recruiting relationships Mickey yes. that just would go away. Now, again, on Saturday, my thought was this probably isn't going to happen. Now, I didn't – I was – I had to do some other – I had to write a column yesterday. So, I wasn't in reporter mode yesterday. Um, but I – I it's certainly – all I'm going to say is this is a 2 o'clock Saturday. It didn't sound like it was going to well, happen. Well, and I'm sure that if, if we don't know any sort of clarity before one thirty today, that will be a, 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 press, a question that is asked commonly to Matt Rule. What's the situation with Mickey Joseph? Mm-hmm. I mean, people want to know. It's a, as, that was the guy that was the head coach for nine games this year. Legit question. And just beat Iowa for the first time in seven games. God, they look good, too. They look good. They're up 24-0. to zero. Now, They almost blew it, but they, they won. They won the game. They won. They, they looked really good in doing it. Yeah. I don't, it is. I mean, it is. Such a strange day. Such a strange Friday in Iowa City. Jake, you know this. And, and this is not 
don't don't come at me with well you're an adult old man um there are literally i've just covered a lot of games that i forget about being at. i don't even i mean i can look in the the media guide and identify a game in 2002 or mm-hmm. three or whatever that i can't remember being there i mean <laughs> I, I mean no, i, I may or may go it's fine yeah i mean i mean, me and michael's have ever had this conversation michael's in his 50s mm-hmm. and he said the same thing so but what I'm getting at is I'll never forget Friday in Iowa City. I'll never forget. You it. took away their division title from them. Yeah. You at three and eight going in, took away their. You were up twenty four zero on their home field on their senior day. It was startling. With everything going their direction before the game, it was startling. And while it was going on, for instance, okay, who hit the quarterback that led to the fumble that Garrett? That was a Tiva Maga Clemens. Yeah, I think hit, it was. They hit the quarterback, Padilla Alex. That that caused a fumble that Garrett Nelson picked up, and Nebraska was going to go and go go up seventeen to zero. That's right. As that was all, as Nebraska was going up seventeen to zero, this was this was what was happening in the press box early in the day. There were uh, there was a lot of buzz in the press box. I can share this now because it's over. There, there was buzz in the press box that Rule had turned the job down. Oh, really? It was just yeah. It was just it was just a it was just false information. But it, but a lot of people heard it. I mean, there, you know, reporters were talking amongst themselves. We were all kind of wondering what the hell's going on. Okay, so we were thinking this might, this is, this could get really weird. But then, as the day went on, it became clear that was not right. Pete Thamel reported that Nebraska and, and Rule were getting close, and then in the third quarter, or excuse me, whenever that happened, whenever Nebraska was going up seventeen to zero. Maga Clements hit the quarterback. I was on the phone with a very good source who said, "No, simple, it's done. Rule to Nebraska is done." Now, early second quarter at that point. Yeah, so it was early second quarter. Now, I mean, it was I from from the media standpoint, it was sort of an awkward day because look what's going on on the field. Down on the field, Nebraska's going up seventeen to zero on Iowa and looking great. Defense is awesome. Offense is clicking. And then, meanwhile, in the press box, well, I'm in kind of a quandary here. What am I, do I report this now? I mean, <laughs> the team is actually winning this right, game. Right, That's right. a snap an ugly streak to Iowa. Right, and right. the season on a high note. Yeah, and, and you got to make and a decision too. Is this source good enough? I mean, what do you do? I, I the source was really good. He said, "Yeah, it's definitely over." And and Pete Thamel's going to report it. He said. Um, so I was like, oh, you know, "What do you do? You're re- you know you're wrestling with it." But anyway. Anyway, it, it just kind of points out why the day's so memorable. All that was going on, and meanwhile, down on the field, Nebraska's going up twenty-four to zero, and looking good. Yeah. Now, yeah, I yeah, Iowa makes the mistake. They muff a punt. You know, they had the this, Iowa makes mistakes in this game. They oh, they did. Iowa looked like Nebraska from right. this season. Right. Just stupid mistakes. The, the, Muffing do a you punt. Think, do you think Iowa was just was Iowa just did they? seize up under the pressure well i mean don't forget they you know petrus gets hurt early and so and a big so big, the corner the bigger thing was cooper DeGene goes out i mean cooper DeGene and jack campbell are the heartbeat of that defense and campbell played but without DeGene, i mean nebraska went over the top to trey palmer deep ball and that was the lead seven zip and then you know you're doubting yourself the rest we'll get of the to game. the calls now we'll get to the calls now but the one thing i want to say is tip your cap this is that we haven't said tip, this very often tip your cap day tip your cap to mark whipple yeah, he called a good game. He did. Well, you know what they did? Fascinating. Fascinating. We always do this thing where you got to run the ball. You got to establish the run, right? Eight of the first nine plays were passes. It was a very aggressive 
aggressive passing attack. It was uh, aggressive. Okay. They went out. What do we always say about Iowa? Oh, they don't get beat deep. Nebraska, Nebraska, Nebraska's just hammering them yeah, deep. That, that that deep ball from Casey to Trey was was gorgeous. Eighty-seven yard touchdown, gorgeous pass. Casey Thompson can throw a deep ball. Twenty for thirty, two seventy-eight, three touchdowns, no pick, sack twice. Feel so good. A for those good kids. way to end the season for him. Feels so good for those kids. All right, call. all right. Let's get to the calls. Have been patiently waiting on the Honda of Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four. Five six eight five. Up next, up first is Vince in Napa. Vince, good morning. We got a lot of people behind you. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, fellas. How are you? Good, good, good. Let's see what. Let's see. Well, let's see. First of all, I mean, I appreciate everything Mickey Joseph did. There's no question about it because uh, I mean, he stepped in in a tough situation, and st- and and Sip, he steered the ship. Mm-hmm. You know, and this season really could have gone off the rails. You know, but it didn't. You know, he kept his team playing with a purpose. There's all the room in the world to appreciate what he did. And the people that are, you know, upset that he didn't get the job, hey, I get it. You know, I I can totally understand. But you also have to look at this with intellect rather than emotion. Right. You know, is it, Mm. you know, I mean, because, and now I've even heard the narrative of, well, uh, you know, Mickey doesn't have head coach, power five head coaching experience. Neither did Osborne, neither did Frank Solich. Needed a both lean. Well, but you also have to give some context. Osborne and Solich were also the right hand men for Devaney and Osborne, and were taking over national championship programs, mm-hmm. which would basically be like taking out over Alabama right now. Mm-hmm. And Bo Pelini took over a five and seven team, but he also took over a team that was one year removed from playing for a conference title. Mm-hmm. You know, and and the cupboard wasn't exactly bare either. Right. You know, Matt Rule has experience turning programs around. So he is what we need at the present time. Now, I'm not even going to sit here and say if it's going to work or not. You don't know it. I don't know it. The man on the moon doesn't know it. But, um, you know, but all I know is this. Matt Rule has coached seven years in college football. He's led three teams to ten wins or more. Here at Nebraska, in the meantime, we've won ten games this whole damn decade. Enough said. Need I say more. You know, and – and when you look at his, his development track record, okay, you look at what he did at Temple. You're not just getting guys that Penn State didn't want. You're getting guys that Rutgers and Maryland didn't want. You, you, you know 10 wins out of that. I mean, you don't do that without knowing how to develop. Sure. And also, he, he went into Baylor. Okay, how many kids at Baylor are you getting that Texas and Texas A&M didn't want? And I saw a poll somewhere. Or Texas high school coaches, and they don't just say this about anybody. They were asked, which Texas major coach would you trust? Gary Patterson was one, number one. Matt Rule was number two. Texas high school football coaches don't just accept anybody. And, and again, you know, I'm not going to sit here and say if this is going to work or if this isn't going to work, you know, because we don't have any evidence, you know, and I think as a fan base, to your point, Sip, we should, you know, we should learn our lesson as far as just automatically signing off on it. But you know what? I mean, if that rule can get us back to some iteration of what we once were within a few years, I'd say it's worth the hire. But you want to know something? Yes. What's that? Here's, what I say to co- here's what I say to Coach Rule. Okay. First of all, welcome to Nebraska. <laughs> okay? First of all, I say welcome to Nebraska. And here's what I want to see every Saturday. Okay, well, I want to see a team that opens up a can of kick-ass okay. for 60 minutes yeah. every week yeah. and fights. 
with bloody knuckles. Right, both. Let's go. Right. Thank you, Vince. Kick ass and bloody knuckles. Let's go. All right, let's go to Chris. All right, up next, he's been patiently waiting, is Chris at the Baldwin Shop. Good morning, Chris. I'm sure you've got plenty of thoughts on Matt Rule. Hey, good morning, Steve. Jake, how are you guys this morning? Thank you for being patient, Chris. Oh, no problem. No problem. This is a big day at Nebraska again. Uh, But, you know, first, Steve, Jake, I'd like to start with the uh, game Friday. You know, uh, my wife told me in the third and fourth quarter, that is the first time she'd seen me yelling at the TV in about four years. Really? I I was into it, Steve, Jake. You were into it. I wanted them. I wanted those guys to win that game so bad. Oh, good for you. You know, and they good kind of rub Iowa's nose in it, you know, because uh, Brian Ferentz is, you know, he's not shy about taking shots at us, throwing throwing a few bombs across the Missouri River at us. Right. No, you're right. So, so, but it was, it was like you guys said, Iowa did to themselves what they make others do to themselves. They, they had penalties. They fumbled. They just, I, I don't know. I, and, and, hey, well, let's face it, you guys. Their, their quarterback plays horrendous. Oh, God. I mean, but, oh, it's bad. Yeah. I, you know, it's, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, Petrus, he, uh, I, you know, when he went out, I thought, well, you know, Nebraska's really in the driver's seat. And I, I, the Padilla kid, I thought, I thought, man, he's, he's even a couple of steps below Petrus. I, yeah. I thought, gee, whiz, he, he just, those kids just didn't look very good. But, you know, it, in spite of the great game plan we started out with, I, I thought you guys, we got a little bit conservative in the third and fourth quarter. One of the problems was, though, hey, some old words, you guys, did show up in this game. Running the football was one of them. Oh, sure. They, when you get 50 yards on 35 carries, yeah, that's, that's, that's not a good day. Uh, the, the offensive line, they, they pass protected pretty good, but the run blocking is bad. And then, you know, Iowa was only averaging about 90, 95 yards a game rushing. But there in the third and fourth quarter, they were, they were, their running backs were, were getting five, six, seven yards uh, on chunk plays. I was actually hoping that Iowa would drop back and pass the ball right. instead of running the ball because they were running pretty good on us. But anyway, guys, it was a it was a it was a great win for these kids to end up the season. But you know, on the coaching hire, you know, I would just warn people: listen, the word here is patience. Really, we got to have patience. You know, this. This isn't going to be like Lincoln Riley going to Southern Cal, taking a four and eight team last year and going eleven and one. And remember, this summer we talked about the Big Ten may have just let a big monster in the door, and I think that's what it looks like right now. Yeah. Uh, they've got to get through Utah. If they beat Utah this Saturday or Friday night, I think that game. It's Friday night, yeah. They're, they're in. They're, they're in the playoff. I, that's what I would think. But uh, I, 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 I just want to warn people that we're going to have to have patience here. Uh, and it's things like Southern Cal or Ohio State, remember Urban Meyer took over a losing season two after the 2011 season. There's a lot more talent laying around those campuses than there are here in Lincoln, Nebraska. 
And we're, we don't even know how many of these kids are going to be around next year. No, you don't. Probably not a lot of them. But uh, uh, speed, Jake, patience is the word here. I, I do hope they keep Mickey Joseph. Um, and uh, like you, you guys were talking about Wisconsin earlier, boy, they kept that a secret up there. I mean, that, they didn't let that out at all. And I do feel bad for Jim Leonard, but... I, I would think if Matt Rules is a good defensive coordinator, there's one available right there. But, guys, hey, it's going to be an interesting week. We've mm-hmm. got a lot to chew on in the offseason again, and uh, uh, we'll see how all this plays out. All right. Thanks, thanks for the, guys. Thanks for the call, Chris. Yes, Jimmy Leonard devastated. Um, a lot to unpack. Let's get to Sean real Quickly fast. from Sean, then we'll get to break. Uh, Sean, you're up next in an early break. Go ahead, Sean. Yeah, I just got a couple things to say. Um, okay. First of all, I think Matt Rule's 47 and 43. That's about right. That's about right, yeah. In his 10 seasons. And then secondly, um, Carolina gets rid of all their good players after he gets fired, and it feels like Carolina's already better than they were with Matt Rule. So I'll hang up and listen. That way you guys can get through, through some callers and uh, go Big Red. All right, Sean. Well, there's okay. a Thank you. Uh, there's always a response to the you know the change of a coach. I mean, you saw it in Nebraska. Nebraska played better with Mickey Joseph than they did with Scott Frost. The, there's just a different message yep. resonating. I would argue this for Matt Rule. I'm not, not going to say that his tenure in Carolina is forgivable because it was bad. Okay. But he was failed by his GM pretty poorly. They never had a quarterback. They tried to right. you try to resurrect Cam Newton. He was terrible last year. They you know yeah, Sam, Baker. Sam Darnold is not yeah. the answer. Baker Mayfield's not the answer. Right. P.J. Walker was in the XFL. He's not the answer. Right. They never gave him a chance at quarterback. Yeah, you better have a quarterback. They didn't really have the best talent also on offense. Again, not, not making excuses for Matt. He, he failed in Carolina. But I, as we've said, great college coaches are not always great NFL coaches, and Matt Rule certainly was not that. But I'm not going to say he's a bad coach because of what happened in Carolina. The personnel discussion is real. I mean, they, they, we, we found out immediately on Saturday – they lost Trey Palmer. To the NFL draft. Right. Yes. Vokalek, of course, will be gone. Yep. Um, it looks like O'Shawn Mathis will be gone. And I'd keep an eye on Garrett Nelson. Yep. Um, Garrett Nelson may have designs on a West Coast school. Um, we found that out on Saturday. It's not, no, no decisions on that that I know of. It's just something to watch. But, man, you lose Mathis, Vokalek, um, Palmer. Tr- Trey Palmer. Um, those guys in Nelson, maybe that's boy. You've, I mean, that's that's a that's four major pieces now. We will take more of your phone calls, your comments on the Matt Rule to Nebraska situation next on early break on the ticket.